Hello, and welcome to the Golden Hour Podcast with your amazing host, Anna Gold. We hope you enjoy the conversation and learn something new. We have an amazing show planned for you today, and who knows, we might play a game or two. Ladies and gentlemen, without further delay, here she is, the amazing Anna Gold. Hi, everyone. This is the Golden Hour with Anna Gold, and my guest is Carrie Graham. Welcome, Carrie. Thanks so much, Anna. How are you doing tonight? Oh, good. I'm so excited that I got this thing working. For those of you who know who have been listening, <laughs> I recorded most of my shows at KISL Avalon, and since I've moved back to the Midwest, I no longer have the use of a recording studio except for my cell phone, and Miss Carrie has been so very, very patient. And I'm very, very excited that she's with us today. Thank you, Carrie. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. You are, you work in grip and electric in films. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, I kind of started out uh, mostly shooting um, and I still do quite a bit of that. But I more recently have kind of like moved into working here in Chicago in film and television, specifically in grip and electric department, which is essentially lighting it and and on the grip side it's also cameras so that's what grip means for those of us who are listening that don't know a grip is actually a lighting technician more or less right sort of yeah so um the way i would actually kind of explain it is um that like grips and electrics work in lighting electrics would be light and grips would be shade so grips oh. diffusion they set flags um, oh of things but like the grip side is actually it's a little more broad than lighting so you have oh, uh, it's a lot more broad than lighting. pretty much like any like technical problem you can imagine that might need to be solved on set you might call a grip for and you also see a lot of grips especially like dolly grips camera operators oh um, with camera support and things like that and um you know those like nice smooth moves you see films and television a lot of the times there's a dolly grip behind that <laughs> oh okay i see so um if they're doing a shot where they have to move the camera backwards really quickly a dolly grip might be the one to help yeah there's a few ways so you know there's which is really fun um set a lot of the times we have these really cool um, oh kind of the classic um, was it was that named after charlie chapman uh you know i, I actually don't know <laughs> it might be it sounds like it would be but anyway go on carrie i'm sorry yeah, no problem. I mean, that's that's essentially it. So um, uh, a lot of times, even if like uh, the camera is being handheld, there's probably like a dolly grip to like pass the camera off to um, oh. to support the operator and make their job as easy as possible. Okay, so a grip can be help to either the camera side or the lighting side. That's correct. Okay, so who, in this case, who would help <laughs> if a camera, um, like, fell off of what it was propped onto? Would a grip be the first person exactly. to come? <laughs> I know that's a terrible uh, scenario, but... <laughs> yeah, it, it might be. It, it depends. Um, or, you know, the AC is also there to help with some of that. Um, so, yes, you'd be correct. It would either be probably 
a dolly grip nearby or an AC who would ideally catch the camera before it falls. <laughs> oh, yes. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully they're on it. I'm sure they are, they're on it. Um, so, Carrie, uh, what inspired you to get started in the entertainment industry? It hasn't all been linear, you know? I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Uh, had a full-time job that, I mean, it was a good job. I, I learned things from it, but um, it wasn't really like any favors for where I was wanting to go. Um, yes. And so I quit that job. Did you feel like you were taking a leap of faith? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. Um, and, and like, I had also, you know, I had a network in Chicago. I didn't feel like it was like a leap into just like nothing exactly. I wasn't jumping without a net per se, but Mm -hmm. a little bit, like I wasn't really sure. And luckily a door sort of opened up. Oh, that's great. Yeah. (laughs) Isn't that great when doors open up? Oh yeah. Um, But specifically um, I had always like sort of been drawn to lighting and interested in it, but found that it was a particularly kind of like challenging thing to like get good foundation in because you know you need a lot of lights Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so an old friend of mine was a partner in a lighting rental house and just like kind of miraculously the timing worked out really well so i started working they're really awesome for anyone who wants to learn about lighting their light modifiers rental um i still help out them out a little bit on the admin side sometimes Really, if you are looking to get started in lighting and or grip or whatever, Light Modifiers Rental is a pretty good resource for you. They they know kind of they're filmmakers, so they get it, and they've been really supportive and awesome. And, and like, I've learned a lot there. That's it, great. Yeah, you know that's the thing when you can kind of like position yourself to learn what you want. That's that's wonderful. It's a huge advantage to know somebody working there and to get sort of on the job experience and training and and not just show up to a set and not knowing what you're doing when you're working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of happens anyway. Right. Because like it's always a little different. Um, and certainly like this last summer. Um, I worked more on the grip side than the electric side. And I had kind of more experience previously. Um, on the electric side, um, mm-hmm. it was just you—you you pick it up. Luckily, um, our understanding it, and they, they yes. want to teach. Yeah, Carrie, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Oh, um, I was just agreeing with you in saying that um, when you were saying uh, people want to teach and want to help you, and go on, please. <laughs> Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, that was kind of, uh, I, that was about all I had to say. <laughs> so, stop talking. Oh, oh well, that's, that's great. So what, what do you like the best about what you do? Do you have a favorite department? Because I saw that you are an actress, um, and obviously you have said that you've done grip and electric and um, cinematography. Do you have a favorite right. department? Um, I'm not an actress. Um, oh, I have acted, but a long time. So that's like a funny thing on IMDb. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't really consider myself that. I do. Um, I really love working um, in production. Um, oh. In aspects of production um, that 
support cinematography in some way. So um, I particularly um, do like lighting, um, oh. but I also enjoy operating. And when I get the chance to kind of like be in the DP seat, that's always fun too. But I, I don't necessarily, you know, I'm someone who's comfortable being like, on like sort of one niche of a thing before I like present myself as like the expert, you know. <laughs> so like I'm not, I'm not always trying to be like, oh yeah, I'm a DP yet, you know. Um, but that's definitely not something I would rule out. Oh, that's nice that you're learning and you're growing. And um, and I heard that you worked on a short film in Virginia. Is that right? Um. Close. I, I worked <laughs> on it in upstate New York, um, but it's called the West Virginian Starfish. Oh, got it. I can see how I got that confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell um, us about it. What did you do on the film and what did you like about the film? Right. So um, that was a cool one. I was the gaffer on that film. Um, and, and what does a gaffer do for those of us who don't know who are listening? <laughs> yes. So the gaffer is the head of electrical department and particularly the lighting side. So um, within oh. the world of GE, you kind of have um, your department heads would be the gaffer and the key grip, right? Mm -hmm. um, so especially on like more of an indie budget um, short film type of set, um, your gaffer is kind of in charge of that whole thing, right? Oh. You're, you know, so on this film, I had really like one, sometimes two people supporting my department. <laughs> oh, so that's a small, it was small, small department. <laughs> yes, it really is. Um, and it was, uh, you know, I was producing it and so um, put their faith in me. I up to the I didn't feel like my portfolio for as a gaffer was like super strong that I had to show them. Um, but their film kind of required a little bit of everything, you know, day interiors, night interiors, night exteriors, day, you know, and um, it was my first time running like two dual generators in the woods at night. Whoa, and, like, that's heavy. Rain every night <laughs> yeah. oh man um, so i was really like throwing myself into it um i'd say <laughs> i think it turned out really nice i had the dp on that short is bobby daly um, mm -hmm. and he's a really strong dp and we had a really good um working together so uh we said we would work together again that hasn't happened yet i hope that it will um Sometimes it can happen years later and it can surprise you. It's, it's yeah. kind of neat. Yeah, I, um, I had that happen a few years afterwards. I worked on a student film and then maybe five years later, I was on a regular project and I kept thinking like, oh my gosh, I know the cinematographer, but where do I know him from? And it turned out that he had directed me in a student film years earlier at, at Columbia, but he had changed so much in that time period that I didn't even recognize him. Oh, so anyway, sure. I guess that's where I'm going with this. Just that like, it could happen randomly five years later. <laughs> yeah. Well, I should, I should hit him up because yeah, we work really well. Together. So that was lucky because we hadn't really worked together before. That's um, good. 
but it's out. Um, yeah, it's a cool little film. Um, basically, where, yeah. Where can we see it, or is it available for the public yet? Well, it's not festival run, um, but you can view a preview on Instagram, which is WV Starfish. Um, and it's, um, you know, I also. Uh, got an associate producer credit on that one. I, I'm behind oh, the yeah. message of it. I think it's a cool thing. Um, yeah. What is the message of it? That, that Yeah. Um, I guess what I like about it is that maybe the, the message isn't completely distinct, but it, it has like a very approach to a story of um, a young woman who's feeling kind of in her life, and she's sort of um, taken up the mantle of responsibility up hikers that her estranged father used to have. So she's taken on his burdens and kind of waiting for him to return home. Um, and so she has to kind of make choices about what she wants out of life and, and figure out maybe a way of moving beyond some of that. So, um, oh, yeah. that is that is a good message. That's that's nice that you got to be an associate producer. And does that mean that you had to spend money on it, or is this just a um, more of a production credit? Like you're behind the project and you're no, organizing. Um, it. I did handle some logistical things, and I'm still like sort of trying to help on the festival side. Um, mm-hmm. So the one thing that I really um, I think was my producery role in this was like I. Mm-hmm. I logistically handled the lights which like crossed over obviously like with being a gaffer but um again light modifiers really came to the rescue on this one and they let me load up my suv with lights at like oh, nice. a pretty nice discount because i'm an employee um Yay. So go light really, modifiers yeah go light modifiers big time <laughs> um, so i was able to kind of secure a fairly massive discount for them on lighting yay um, which uh, like i can't anymore because i, I did it one time you know <laughs> but they one. you know they trusted me to take their lights to upstate new york um and you and did that. and you brought them back in mint condition and uh <laughs> and now like you're advertising for them so that's even better <laughs> um but Carrie, you are a big Tina Fey fan, is that right? Oh, yeah, I like some Tina Fey, that's for sure. Okay, I think I have a couple of quizzes for you. Do you feel like playing trivia? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's a timed one. Uh, It's like a 15-minute one that's timed, Um, so it's like you're on the clock. But I think you can handle it because I think it's pretty easy. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of like obscure. So like sometimes I don't always do so hot in trivia, but let's give this a shot. Why not? You got it, girl. And in the meantime, would you like to tell people where they can reach you, um, on social media? If someone wanted to hire you, how would they go about finding you as a grip, as an electric worker, um, cinematography even? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, they can find me on filmlady.com. Oh, that's a, is that your website? That is my website. Um, oh, and cool. I'm on Instagram. I'm Carrie Graham. 
the underscore film underscore lady um i'm sort of on tiktok now (laughs) um aren't we all (laughs) yeah that's that could be a fun platform for sure um yeah yeah i've made some fun videos on that although i'm not tiktok famous yet but you never know (laughs) yeah i've definitely not put enough up to be tiktok famous but i i feel as a media professional i should probably try (laughs) you know yeah actually um as you know when you try at least you know what people are talking about at the very least you're not dumb to it socially (laughs) right right there is that um yeah so i am just about ready to start your quiz would you like it to be a 30 rock quiz uh i've watched 30 rock semi recently so that might be good (laughs) okay that sounds good (laughs) let's try this oh boy do you think that you are a 30 rock super fan well prove it that's what the quiz says (laughs) pretty good um just one minute, please. I'm trying to scroll down on my computer. Okay. This is a 20-question quiz, and we are timed with 15 minutes. Would you like to play the quiz? Uh, yes. All right. Let's do it. Okay. The clock has begun, and the first question is, why can't the Duke of... Wait a minute. Is this the right quiz? Is there? Oh, no. <laughs> no. How did this happen? I feel like somebody spammed me and this is not the right question. Um, okay. Actually, this is the right quiz. Uh, what is Tracy's dog's name on the show? Um, it, it's from season four, episode 18. And this is a max, um, a multiple choice question. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so what do you think that Tracy would name his dog? Is it? Okay, I can't even pronounce this name. Hold on. I'm going to try. I'm going to try really hard on this. Uh, Just a second. Okay. Is it Tracy Sr.? That's the easy one. Kenneth Jr., Maximus Decimus Meridius, or Kiebert Zila? Kenneth Jr. Okay. Let's try this. See See if that works. No, actually, it's Tracy Sr., Uh, Okay. Yeah, I don't remember that. Uh, Yeah, that's a random fact uh, that you would have to know if you watched that episode several times, I feel like. Okay. Uh, What is is the name of Liz's vacation destination, which has private beaches, soft serve ice cream machines, and after the French custom people wear dark socks to the beach? So it's from season three, episode eight. What is the name of Liz's vacation destination? Is it Zatella Cove, Turks and Jungfer, Villa Phil, or St. Bartleby's? Um, huh. St. Bartleby's? Okay, let's try this. We're doing a 30 Rock quiz, everyone, and we're here with my guest, Carrie Graham. Uh, let's see, St. Bartleby's? It is! Yeah! Go, girl! That sounded the most right. Yeah, it did sound right to me, too. And I've hardly seen the show, but I was like, I think that's the thing they would use. (laughs) Okay, um, here's a question about the character Kenneth on 30 Rock. What does Kenneth refer to England as? Does he refer to it as kings, butlers, and chimney sweeps? Or nothing more than the dried husk America came out of? (laughs) 
home to the <laughs> home to the demon known as J.K. Rowling or the Stephen Baldwin of world superpowers. Oh man, these are so. so they're very specific. Kings, butlers, and chimney sweeps, nothing more than the dried husk of America came out of. This, <laughs> I know. <laughs> that makes me laugh. The Stephen Baldwin of world superpowers or home to the demon known as J.K. Rowling. I sort of think it's home to the demon known as J.K. Rowling. Okay, let's try it. No, it's nothing more than the dried husk that, okay. that American came out of. Yeah, that makes sense, too. Yeah, it sounds like something he would say. <laughs> um, all right, 30 Rock Quiz. Which scholarship did Jack receive to be able to attend Princeton? Was it the Boston Girls Hopscotch Scholarship? <laughs> Was it the Armory Blaine Handsomeness Scholarship? Was it the J. J. Cruz Sailing Scholarship? Or was it the Richard Nixon Young Republican Scholarship? Um. I'm going to go with Richard Nixon. Okay, let's try it. Oh, no, it was the Armory Blaine Handsomeness Armory Scholarship. Blaine. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't really remember many of these details. No, that's okay. Um, do you want to keep playing? Uh, I don't know. I'll, you know what? I'll give you a prize either way, girl. I don't care. <laughs> oh, there's a prize involved? I didn't even know. Yeah, I try to send people something like a memento of uh, the show and or and or the area I'm living in. It was Catalina Island, but now I'm closer to you because you're in Chicago and I'm on the other side of Illinois in the Quad Cities, but I can totally find oh, you a Quad City souvenir if you want me yeah, to. That would be awesome. Okay, I will. Um, okay, next question from 30 Rock is, what is the name of the guy in Boston at NBC who makes all the decisions that makes everyone unhappy? Is it Dick Whitman... Dan Fielding, Dale Snitterman, or Dwayne Hassenpfeffer? Dick Whitman. Okay. No, Dale Snitterman. Um, I've never heard that name. That's a that's a weird name. <laughs> what do Jack's checks have a picture of them on? So there's a picture of something on Jack's checks. What is it? Horses sailing boats, dogs playing poker, Larry Bird slam dunking, or Ronald Reagan riding an American Eagle? Uh, I'm going to go with, um, number one, I guess. Horses sailing boats? Sure. All right. Oh, no, it is, unfortunately, Ronald Reagan riding an American Eagle. What? Who thinks of this stuff? I mean, I know who the right, the, like, I know Tina Fey's name is all over it, but seriously, some of this stuff is, like, the kookiest. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tina Fey. <laughs> Tina Fey is so, so great. Hey, hey, Tina Fey. Okay, I'll stop singing now. What was Liz's fake name back when she did the phone sex commercial in Chicago from season three, episode six, 16, rather? Um, was her fake name from the phone sex commercial Bijou? Was it Caltech? Was it Gaji? Or was it Kakmi? I believe it was Bijou. Okay, that sounds right. It was Bijou. Woo! Hey. Hey, hey. I remember right. phone sex. 
Yeah, I think I remember that too. I've I feel like I've seen two episodes, and that was one. Like that's a that's a cute little name to refer to, Bijou. Um, all right. So the next question is, what is Dennis's Halo gamer tag? This is from season one, episode three. What is Dennis's Halo gamer tag? Is it B three three per king? <laughs> Slut banger. Sorry, I don't like to say bad words, but. Uh, White Snake Rules 69 or White Dennis 77? What is Dennis's Haler gamer tag? Um, can you read those one more time? Sure. Um, B33 per king, White Snake Rules 69, Slut Banger or White Dennis 77? I don't remember. I'm going to go with Slut Banger. <laughs> okay. Let's see if it's right. It's right. You Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um all right. Also apparently on the show 30 Rocks tr- the character of Tracy stole a yacht. So, what was the name of the yacht that Tracy stole? Was it Avanti Domani? Um Spanish for remember your mother. <laughs> uh Z Huteneco, Portuguese for salvation lies within. Caracan Taulo, Incan for beautifully written email. <laughs> oh, gosh. Or Kimel Sunal, Latin for clumsy poet. Um, I'm going to go with the first one. I don't Avanti know. Domani. Okay, Avanti Domani. It was. You're right. right. You're on it, sis. Okay. And we have six more minutes and 11 questions remaining. Holy cow, we better speed up. Okay. <laughs> what is <laughs> – let's see about this. What is .com's real name? Terry Jeffords, Jonathan Coffey, Walter Slattery, or Marion Knight Jr.? Read those one more time. Okay. Uh, .com's real name is Terry Jeffords, Jonathan Coffey, Walter Slattery, or Marion Knight Jr.? Uh, Walter Slattery. Okay. Hey, girl, you got it. All right. Good job, sister. Um, all right. This is from season four, episode 21. What memory from Ch- Tracy's childhood comes flooding back to him? Which memory from Tracy's childhood comes flooding back to him? Is it seeing a crackhead breast feeding a rat, finding a woman's toe in his hot dog? Yikes. Walking in on a homeless man making love to a chia pet. Oh, gosh. Or being chased by a rabid chihuahua through Spanish Harlem. It's the rat one. Okay. So Tracy's traumatized childhood. And it was. Yes, you're right. Okay. Um, What does Kenneth say as his throat is closing from his... So Kenneth has a strawberry allergy. What does Kenneth say as his throat is closing from his strawberry allergy? In 30 Rock, season three, episode 19. Does he say, death is but a doorway, time is but a window, I'll be back. I'm my own father. You're on a television show, Truman. Or does he say, my real name is Dick Whitman? The first one. Death is but a doorway, time is but a window, I'll be back. Okay, let's see about this girlie. And no, it is, my real name is Dick Whitman. Ah. Uh, yeah, we'll get it. Uh, seven questions remaining. Four minutes and 40 seconds on the clock. How much does Liz Lemon weigh? 
127 pounds, 102 pounds, 143 pounds, or deceptively more than she should. Deceptively more than she should. <laughs> that sounds right. No, 127 pounds. Oh, yeah. Well, that sounds yeah. accurate. <laughs> yeah, it does. Actually, it's very, very specific. Um, uh, what makes the GE Trivicon oven so special from the pilot episode? It has Wi-Fi. It has three kinds of heat. It scrolls the stock ticker or it's designed to fail 30% faster. I'm going to go with designed to fail 30%. <laughs> okay, let's see. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It has three kinds of heat. Um, sorry, but we're moving on. And now um, here's a good question. What is Liz Lemon's apartment address in New York? 20, sorry, 227 East 7th Street, 618 West 46th Street, 160 Riverside Drive, or 30 Rockefeller Center? I think we all know what 30 Rockefeller Center is, right? Yeah. It's like 30 Rock. But so... I think it's two, number two. Yeah, two. I think it is two because if, if she weighs 127 pounds and this address is... 227. <laughs> Let's guess this. Yeah. No, darn it. It's 160 Riverside Drive. Oh, Rats. Okay. That doesn't even make sense. Okay. What is the name of the secret European country that only rich people know about, which Jerry Seinfeld reveals to Jack? <laughs> is it Svenborgia, Shangri-La, Grenjarnia, or Kuppelbogen? Um, I'm going to go with the first one. Um, Svenborgia? Yes. Okay, let's try this. No, sorry, it's Grenjarnia. Grenjarnia, now you know. We're, we're the secret... Grenjarnia. Yeah, this or that. Huh? Why didn't Jenna go to her high school reunion? Is Was it because she never graduated? Was it because the boat that she was educated on sank? <laughs> She had an affair with her high school principal and his wife went crazy and burned the school down. Or the other kids in her graduating class were all either dead or in witness protection. Hmm. Hmm. She never graduated. The boat she was educated on sank. She had an affair with her principal and his wife went crazy and burned the school down. Or the other kids in her graduating class are either all dead or in witness protection. I think it might be the last one. The other kids in her graduating class? Mm -hmm. Sorry. No, the boat that she was educated on sank, okay. unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> okay, two questions remaining. One minute and 27 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Okay, on 30 Rock, Kenneth made two promises to his mother before he left for New York. That he wouldn't let the city change him. And what was the other promise? If he found any Mackenzies living there, he'd kill them. To find his twin sister, Dolly Purcell. To return the mogwai his grandma, grandfather bought him back to the shop in Chinatown. Or he wouldn't come back without his professional masseuse's license. A, number one. If he found any Mackenzies living up there, he'd kill them? Okay. Oh, you're right. All right. And last question is, why can't the Duke of Thuringia... Earl to the Duchy of Westphalia, Prince Gerhard 
Messerschmitt Ramstein Van Hap dance. <laughs> he literally has two left feet. His body does not produce enough joint fluid. He was born without an equilibrium or he has hollow bones like a bird. It was kind of all of the above, but I'm going to go with D. Um, he was born without an equilibrium? Uh, no, no, no. Hollow bones? Oh, hollow bones. Sorry. Darn it. Nope. His body. Uh, hold on. Crap. Come on. Don't don't change on me. His body, his body does not produce enough joint fluid. Uh, okay. And now we know we have 12 seconds left on the clock. And you got a score of 8 out of 20. But I really appreciate the fact that you answered all the questions and you stood with me through all this. And you're going to get a prize from the Quad Cities. If I could, if I could mail you beer, I'll mail you beer. Oh, because thank you. I love beer. Oh, cool. Um, would your mail person like, ex like, could you get beer in the mail? I don't know how that works. I feel like it's sh like shipped, but more so through like, you know, services like Drizzly and stuff. I, I don't yes. know. Yeah, there's a great Quad City brewery called Bent River Brewing because this Ooh. is where the, yeah, it's really good. And if I can find some way to ship that to you, I will ship that to you. Yeah, no pressure, but that that sounds yummy. Oh yeah, and do you have an apartment complex that like, uh, or do you live in a house? Would it be easier? I'm just trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah, I, I live in an apartment, but there's not like a doorman or anything, so I don't know how that all works. But um, I know like like certain services, like if you as long as you sign for them, they can oh, it, but okay, thanks. Thank you. Awesome. Well, guys, everybody, my guest has been Carrie Graham, and she's the beautiful, lovely, wonderfully talented, multifaceted. I was going to say multifaceted, but you're fascinating. So, multifaceted <laughs> girl of a thousand talents in the entertainment industry. Uh, she has been a grip, a gaffer, camera operator, cinematographer. Yes. Am I right? Yes. Yes. All those things. And even an actress, or so it says on her IMDb, but she isn't really. <laughs> and is there anything else that you'd like to tell us about your world and entertainment or anything that you'd like the public to know about you or the world in general of the industry? Oh, man. Um, well, you know, it's a changing world. We have um, a whole new media landscape and there's easier access to um, some of the tools than there used to be in the past. And that is a wonderful opportunity, I think, for people um, who want to learn about filmmaking. Um, and uh, yes, they should go for it. Keep doing it. Oh, thank you. Those are encouraging words. And where, again, may we find you, Carrie, on social media and if someone were to reach out and want to hire you for work? Yeah, sure. Um, I have my website, which is filmlady.com. Um, you can find me on the Instagram. I'm the underscore film underscore lady. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm on TikTok a little bit. Film lady. All right. Thank you, girl. It's been so much fun having you. And I will record and post this. Um, and yeah, give it to you. And I'll find some way to get you beer. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, Carrie. Bye. This has been the Golden Hour Podcast with your host, Annie Gold. We invite you to come back next time for more arts, 
fascinating guests, and most importantly, movie trivia. Think of her next time you watch The Sunset or Chugga V8. Don't forget to find her on Instagram and take a peek at her profile on IMDb. Until next time, stay golden.